Welcome to the Journey with Podcast, where we love Jesus, study His Word, reach others. Now here's her host, Tony Woman. Did you know that the first Friday of each month, we send out our newsletter called The Journey of Ruth Inside Look? Each month, the Inside Look includes a short devotional thought, a recap of that month's episodes, a few of our repostables or printables, and insight into episodes coming in the next month. Sometimes there's even chances for you as a listener to offer your input. If you would like to receive the inside look in your inbox on the first Friday of the month, please go to journeyofruth.com slash newsletter. Once there, you can enter your email and you are all set to receive this month's inside look to your email this coming Friday. Now, Advent began Sunday. Don't worry if you forgot, you can start today. Leanne Reynolds and I reviewed Family Advent Resources on episode 82 to help you and your family keep Christ the center of Christmas. You can go to our website, journeyruth.com, where we've created a list of every website and book we discussed, including the brand new Journey of Ruth Advent Activity List and Calendar. Today's podcast is the second installment in our special Advent episodes. Each week, we will discuss the theme for the upcoming Advent Candle. You know my guest this week, Leanne Reynolds is a wife and a mom, a teacher, and a discipler. Today, we are speaking about the second Advent candle, peace. Not something we find in our homes, considering we're both moms of young kids. But we chat about traditions of peace in the Christmas season. We discuss how to find peace during Advent and the rest of the year. And how hope that we spoke about last week is directly connected with peace. Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Well, I am so excited to welcome back my friend Leanne Reynolds to the podcast. Hi, Leanne. Hello. I'm back. You're back. Uh, Leanne was actually on a couple episodes ago on episode 82, where we had our family Advent fun episode and we reviewed, oh gosh, I don't know, like 10 or 12 different resources for helping your family observe Advent families of different sizes, different ages, uh, different kinds of preparation. Some of them like had a lot of prep and some of them were like, Hey, open the book and read. (laughs) Right. And so Leanne and I did that together. And then I asked her to come back on and to talk with us about week two, um, the candle for week two, which represents peace. But before we get there, for those people that maybe haven't heard episode 82. And if you haven't listened to that yet, listeners, please go back and check that episode out. You can also find a full list of all those resources on a blog post on the website, journeyfruit.com. But before we move on, Leanne, uh, for those who haven't listened to episode 82, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So um, I'm good friends with Courtney. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, She's been an encouragement to me. And so I'm, I'm really happy to be on here again. Um, but for me, I am a stay-at-home mom currently. I have three kids, and um, 
I do a lot of just side work with my husband. He's a dreamer. He's an entrepreneur. And so <laughs> I'm kind of his administrative assistant. I kind of fill in and do all of the legwork and different things he needs to have different things go with his side business. And so that's currently what I'm doing. Um, in the past, I have done social work. I've done behavioral health. I've worked with other families and I love to teach. Like that's, that's really my platform. So I, I teach one-on-one. I teach in small groups. I teach large groups. Um, just life skills and, and discipleship, which we've talked about here a lot too. Yeah. So that's who I am in a nutshell. Um, so Leanne and I have known each other since before we were married. And then we met e- our mm-hmm. husbands, you know, and, uh, and dated at the same time. And then we actually got engaged a week apart <laughs> from yep. each other. And, um, uh, so when she says she's known me for a long time, we've gone through a lot of things together. Uh, we started yeah, several meeting, life stages. <laughs> I know we started yeah. meeting for Bible study together when we had two kids. Like we would get together on a weekday morning and there were two kids and it was, that was like no problem, you know, a little, some toys on the ground. Then it increased to where we had five kids (laughs) under the age of between the two of us, yeah, between the two of us, five kids uh, under the age of three, I think. It was was. and a Bible study that was supposed to take maybe 30 minutes took us like two hours. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. Someone always do something. Eventually we started going to school and that was nice. So it was like, okay, great. Now preschool starts and you guys can go. That's but right. That was That's a right. lot. It was busy. We would also encourage each other because we're both married to entrepreneurs. So yeah. like every two weeks there was a different idea and it'd be like, well, what's your husband's newest idea? <laughs> right. Right. How, how are we going to do this one? Or are we not? Do we encourage him to let this one go? So yeah. Yes. Was, how do you encourage your entrepreneurial husband? It's a uh, it's a thing and it's it good is, to have another thing. wife that is doing the same thing to kind of bounce that idea off. So right. how are you going to be doing Advent in your uh, house this year? Well, I love when we did our other episode because we were able to explore so many different things that were out there. And yeah. because for my family personally, with my kids, we hadn't ever really done like an Advent calendar aside from like the little like plush veggie tales, like scene that you make like you pull one out every day and put it up I don't know how um, you still have so, all of those because every time my kids would come over to your house they pull them oh, all they off just, and play with them all over the floor <laughs> yeah. I I find them at random times throughout the year so I think <laughs> I've only actually lost one <laughs> but we'll see we'll we'll see this year when it comes out again how many we have so anyway but um I'm really excited you had mentioned the the greatest gift by Ann Voskamp and that was one that that we discussed and you showed and I think it's actually one of our giveaways yeah it was one of our giveaways um, so I think that's the book we're going to do this year. And so we're going to try it so I can report back and tell you how it worked for our family. But I, I have kids of different ages and levels. And so I love the coloring pages. I love putting the ornaments on the tree that tell the, the whole story. And so that's the one we're going to be doing this year. Awesome. I love, there were so many free, like added facets for that. You could just read the book if yeah. that's like all that you could do. But then there was downloadable ornaments and downloadable coloring pages. And mm-hmm. I was, I mean, a downloadable advent calendar. If you wanted to put it all into a, an advent calendar mm-hmm. made, it a, made of paper. I mean, I felt like you could really do what you wanted with that one. So right. I'm excited. So we'll get to experiment with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that part of it too. So. Awesome. Well, we are here. We are in week two. Well, actually, we're in the middle of week one. 
But we're looking forward to week two, to the second candle mm-hmm. of Advent. And that second an- candle represents peace. And at the beginning of this episode, listeners heard Isaiah 7, 14 and John 14, 27 read at, um, as those are two verses that go along with peace. I say each week that if you do research on Advent, you're going to find a lot of different verses that mm-hmm. will work for each of the themes. And so people have the option if they have, if they like a better, a verse, like maybe uh, Luke two, there's a verse about um, the angels coming and talking about peace uh, that that would work this week just as well. <laughs> you know, if people exactly. have a verse they like better then uh, you can choose that. But we actually used these verses on our journey of Ruth uh, activity list calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leanne came to me and said, um, well, I have this idea to take some of these ideas that we're finding in our, res- our research and some of the ideas that you and I have and putting them on one list for listeners. And so if you have not done that, if you have not gone and looked at the Journey of Ruth activity list, go and do that. It's free. You can download it from the website for free. And uh, Leanne created 35 ideas of activities, Advent activities that your family can participate in. And then she created two calendars, one that's completely filled out and then one that's empty for you to fill out if you want to do things in a different order or whatever. Um, And we we also put on there each of the themes for the Sunday candles and then verses that can be read. So you'll see that the verses on the calendar match the verses you'll hear here on the podcast. Um, so Leanne created, created that beautiful resource for you. <laughs> she said, let me do this for you. And I said, okay. <laughs> so, I love that stuff. It's my happy place. <laughs> it is. It is. So <laughs> go and download that. But we are focusing on peace this week. So Leanne, why is peace so important for the Advent season? Well, I, I did a lot of reading on this, actually, because I, I think it's one we hear peace tossed around a lot, right? It's something everybody wants because it's it's calm, it's soothing, right? It's the lack of like anxiety or strife or fighting. And so I think as part of the Advent season, I think it's important to like qualify why this peace is important because you mentioned before, right? Like true peace is found in Jesus, right? He's actually even given the name, the Prince of Peace. Yeah. Right. He he's the ruler of it, and another verse in Ephesians says he himself is our peace. And so I think it's important to understand to focus in as we're looking at Advent that it's not just a lack of strife. It's not just that anxiety is gone. It's that we're actually finding our peace in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's a couple of different ways. Like I, I was reading in this, and I thought it was beautiful because it's actually two different things, right? Like Jesus coming as a person helped reconcile us to God. That is the thing that reconciled us to God, right? Yeah. Like we think of this newborn baby and the, the manger scene, right? Silent night. It's so peaceful because the baby's sleeping, right? And any of you moms and know that. Like if you if you have a newborn, right, you know that, you know, it's like, wow, there's no crying. I can like catch a nap. Baby looks so beautiful and peaceful. And so that's, I think, what people think of when they yeah. think of, you know, the manger scene and Christmas and Advent. But you have to remember the entire reason Jesus came wasn't just to stay a baby in a manger and to be sleeping, yeah. right? He came to reconcile us to God because we had this broken relationship with him and there was no peace. We had this discord with God because our sin was getting in the way of us truly knowing him and having a relationship with him and being with him always. And so that peace you have to remember is actually accomplished on the cross. 
that was him dying on the cross to reconcile us to God. And so you have to follow it all the way through. And I think that's what's so important is recognizing our true peace with God is found in the person of Jesus. And that's why we need to remember through the Advent was the coming of Christ. This was a huge deal. This was God becoming a man to accomplish this great work that he'd been sent to do. And so I think that's that's the piece that we need to cling to and recognize and remember. This is the Advent piece, is we have peace yeah. with God through Jesus Christ. Hmm. Hey, listeners, you know how grateful I am that you guys take time out of your life to listen to the podcast. You all have been so supportive with your messages and encouragement during my sabbatical. Now that we're back, you have a chance to support the podcast financially. Producing the podcast requires paying hosting fees, maintaining recording equipment, and sometimes buying coffee for our guests. Patreon is where you become a contributing member of the podcast family and receive a couple perks. For just $5 a month, you can receive all episodes ad-free. And at $10 a month, you're now a podcast contributor. And not only are you going to get those ad-free episodes, but you're going to get exclusive access to our monthly Journey of Ruth coffee chats, where I get to know you as a listener and you can chat about your life and ideas for the podcast with me. So go check it out today. Just visit patreon.com slash journey of Ruth. You know, I, I think it's so important as we looked at last week being hope. And then we look at this week being peace. I think the reason why they go so well hand in hand is that if you don't have hope, it's very hard to find peace. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you, if you find hope in something that is here on earth, if you find hope that is in something that will go away at some point in time, then you can mm-hmm. never have peace because it's kind of like, okay, when is the rug going to be ripped out from underneath me? Exactly. Yeah. But we know that God is eternal. mm -hmm. Right. And that's the whole point is like our peace is based on something. It was an act of Christ actually to bring us peace with God. So you can't just, again, the popular idea is that you just find calmness and peace within yourself. You just find your tranquility and you find your moment. But that's so temporary, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can change the external circumstances around you, but the true peace that God wants us to engage in is peace found in the cross and peace found in Jesus. And that because of that access, we can have ongoing peace, right? But we have to continue to come to him and recognize that no matter what the circumstances, true peace is found in that relationship and it's ongoing and found in him. It's found in the righteousness of God. It's found in these other things that scripture tells us, Yeah. right? And so you have to understand just like hope, where's your hope placed? Where's your peace found, right? What what was the cost to bring us that peace? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I love that you bring up Christ being the Prince of Peace. Um, I, as I was kind of looking at the different characters that we read in the Christmas story, not just the manger scene, right? Which mm-hmm. I've I have heard sermons um, preached about, like the peace in the mm-hmm. in the manger scene, because they're like. Yeah, like the baby was asleep. That's great. But you've got cows and sheep. And have you ever been in a barn? (laughs) It's not quiet. Yeah, it doesn't smell great, right? 
Yeah, like it's dark. Like, what? What did you have? I mean, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes yeah, I think there's... you know we've got these manger, beautiful gilded manger scenes, these interior yeah. scenes, and I, I like I love them. I grew up with a mom who has, I mean. I don't even know how many nativity scenes my mom and my dad, yeah, have, but uh, them. mom loved them. She really did. And she put them all over the house. She had them from all countries. <laughs> but okay. one of the things that was interesting to me is as we're going along uh, in the story, both in Matthew and in Luke, you're seeing these different people that are being told that Jesus is coming um, mm-hmm. and that things are going to happen. So you've got Zachariah, you've got Joseph, you've got Mary, you've got the shepherds mm-hmm. and yes. they, all of these people get to find out through angels. And the very first thing that these angels say is do not fear. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I see that as just this reminder, like don't be afraid because you can't really have peace if, if you have fear in your life, that fear <laughs> will threaten to, take and remove all peace, especially if we allow the fear to kind of root in our hearts. And then every Mm -hmm. time peace tries to come over the, you know, fear just, Oh, nope, get out of there, get out of there. Mm -hmm. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I just found it really interesting to see how God was trying to remove fear from this story in Mm -hmm. every person that he talked to, because he knew that one of the purposes of, of his son coming was to see peace. Mm-hmm. You know, to see him help us as believers find peace in him and therefore in our lives. Mm-hmm. Now we take and we look at the Bible story and there are traditions right here on, mm-hmm. you know, just in culture and sometimes in our church um, that we do every Christmas. Are there any that you know of any traditions culturally or spiritually that really kind of focus on the peace of the Christmas season? Well, I, one of my favorites, I was thinking about this, is the candlelight Christmas Eve service. Yeah. Um, I love what it represents. Um, one of my favorites is in a really traditional church. And my dad was the choir director for a number of years. Okay. And so they would do the, the candle lighting, right, where we'd sing Silent Night just over and over again. This beautiful building. And so the idea is that the light of Christ, if you haven't been to a candlelight service, is right. The light, Jesus, the light came into the world. And then we, as we believe in him, pass the light on to each other, right? Like yeah. we, we receive him and then everyone has a candle lit, right? To represent that the light now dwells within us. Well, we'd sing this over and over again. And then we would go outside the building and they have this mm. courtyard. And so then it was like, again, symbolic of taking that light out into the world and sharing Christ with others. And so I just love the symbolism, but it was so beautiful because after you got out of the church building, there wasn't the organ and piano anymore. It was just the voices. And so it was just this calm, the air is really cold, you're outside with your candles, the song is just going on and on. And that, that to me is like the moment of, oh my gosh, he's here and he's with us, you know, and it's that peace and that calm. And so that, that's a tradition I really love, um, that I feel like embodies that peace that we're all looking for, Mm. at least for us. Yeah, absolutely. I think the only person not feeling peace in that situation is the mother whose five-year-old is ho- <laughs> carrying that lit candle outside. I saw where that was going. <laughs> like, yep. I can't yep. Tell and you, if you're holding this. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've seen some of our wonderful women from church, like going around cleaning off the wax, off the, the well, pews
I'm like, ah, oh, there was yep. a kid yep. standing And then out. making sure when they were done that all the candles were like in boxes that wouldn't light on fire, right? They weren't like <laughs> cardboard boxes. So yeah, I get it. There's some press and some, a little stress that can come with that because yeah. I have little kids too. And so I, I get that, right? It's yeah. Just, don't don't burn yourself no hot wax in your hands right like well and I think we see that that idea of candlelight it I mean it's it's mimicked in cultures throughout the world I mean there are some cultures who maybe it's not candles but it's lanterns that they light um Mm -hmm. or and whether it's the lanterns the fun ones that like float into the sky um or lanterns um lit and then put onto like a water, a body of water, and then sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that candlelight. I know for our family, one of our favorite traditions every year was once we got the house decorated for Christmas. And uh, that was a lot. My husband did not understand why I said that we would be spending the two days after Thanksgiving at my parents' house decorating for Christmas. He was like, two days. And I was like, well, day one is you take everything off every surface. Because Mm -hmm. you have to take that off and you put it all on the table. And then you start pulling things out of the like, I don't know, six containers of Christmas decorations. Because every surface has a decoration that belongs on it. (laughs) And then you put all of the decoration or all of the normal everyday decorations back into the box. And um, yeah, it was like, it was a lot. We loved it. Like our house really Mm -hmm. transformed at Christmas time. And one day... I have a dream of that happening here. I'm only up to four containers, but uh, <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> you may surpass. I may. I may. There's no, no, there is no way I can do that. There, there were more than six when I helped my parents oh my move goodness. recently. So, um, no, but what we would do is after all of that work was done and put away, then we would go around the house and we would light every candle because mom also really liked mm. candles and we would light mm-hmm. every candle and we didn't ever live in a house with a fireplace or we probably would have lit that too. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. turned on Christmas music and then we would turn down all the lights in the house. And we would just sit in the living room mm-hmm. right before bedtime and we would look at the tree and we would just talk and have that moment of quiet and peace. I mean, there's nothing more peaceful than sitting as a family with the lights low. Even young kids mm-hmm. recognize yeah. This is a time to have my body be, be still. Uh-huh. Right? And in yeah. my opinion, it should be Bing Crosby playing <laughs> on the record. <laughs> White Christmas. White Christmas. Yep. You yep. can also do like the, the Mormon tabernacle choir or something like mm-hmm. that, you know? but um, beautiful Christmas music playing. And yeah, the piece just, I don't know what it is about candlelight, but it really helps you kind of find that, that mm-hmm. center in your body. So well, I love what you said too. We both talked about music, right? There's yeah. so much traditional music that comes out in the holiday season every year, right? I mean, they're still writing yeah. new songs, but there's something about those old hymns and then, you know, just the, the tradition of singing them every year, right? Uh-huh. And so many of them do talk about peace and the peace in Christ, like the, the true focus. And I, I love that. We talked about, you know, creating rhythms and traditions. That's one of them for, for us, at least, is, is the music, right? Yeah. Like with we only sing these songs one time a year and they really help you focus your heart, right. On like what's, what is peace? What is hope? What is all of those things, right. There's hymns that go with every one of those too. So if you're into music, you can also add that to your your Advent traditions. Happy Advent. 
This year on the Journey of Ruth, my hope is to encourage every household to observe Advent in this time leading up to Christmas. I know there's a lot to do in this season, but our goal is to put Christ first and teach our families to do the same. To help you out, my friend Leanne Reynolds and I created a Journey of Ruth activity list and calendar. This is a free download that includes 35 fun activities for your family to choose from and two calendars. One calendar is completely filled out with themes and verses for your Sunday candles, along with an activity for each day. The second is blank, so you can fill it with your favorite activities from our list, along with your favorite family traditions. This list is not meant to overwhelm you or heap more onto your already full plate. It's just a few ideas to help you create memories with your family while keeping Christ at the center of your Advent season. You can download the list for free on the website journeyofruth.com. Head over to the homepage and you will find it right there at the top. You'll also find a link to our list of all the Advent resources we reviewed in episode 82, our Family Advent Fun episode. We hope you enjoy this list and pray your families have a blessed Advent season and a very Merry Christmas. How can we, as we look forward to the rest of, or to week two, really, but even the rest of Advent, Mm -hmm. pieces, like we we talked about um, before we even started, pieces, something's really hard to find in our world, mm-hmm. in our culture. People are trying everything they can to find peace. Um, mm-hmm. And how can we celebrate peace in the rest of the Advent season, in your opinion? Well, I love, I, I was reading um, something Annie F. Downs wrote that said, peace in God is a choice we make again and again. It's something mm-hmm. we can choose to grab onto and wrap ourselves into. So it's a choice. Right. Like we said, like the peace with God is like salvation when you come to know Jesus and that that you're reconciled to God. Right. But continuing to live in his peace and walk in his peace and right, like choose faith over fear is something that's ongoing. So I think that's something we need to recognize, too, is it's it's not, again, just like I said, creating the environment. Right. Turning the lights down. Wonderful. Create that that space for yourself. But it's something you have to always go back and know that this is part of growing in God, right? Is mm-hmm. is choosing that peace, is choosing to trust him when things are crazy and when there is fear and there are good legitimate reasons to be afraid, right? A lot of those times in scripture, people had reasons to be afraid, right? When they, they're like, don't be afraid. But it's it's coming to God and, and recognizing, right, this peace can be accessed. It is yeah. something that he does give us freely, but we have to ask for it and we have to sit with him and we have to know where it comes from. Again, it comes from him. And so I think that's, that's the thing. If we want to carry this over, you have to go to the source. You have to know where the source is. Right. And you have to, you have to choose it. And and again, I'm saying it's, this isn't an easy thing, right? This is walking with Christ, being discipled is something that's a day to day thing. It's something you can make a choice every day to say, I'm going to choose to live in what you said. I'm going to believe in, in who you are. I'm going to believe you are the Prince of Peace. And I'm going to ask for the strength and the ability to access that. So. Mm Hmm. I like that idea of choosing, like even in that quote that you talked about, that it's about Mm -hmm. choosing joy or not joy, choosing peace um, and not looking for somebody else to give it to us or something else to Mm -hmm. provide it for us. But it's something that we have to to choose. We're both moms. 
Mm-hmm. And um, peace in a household of children, young children, is not always something. No. No. <laughs> it's just not a thing. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want to know. So we have we've been memorizing the fruit of the spirit as yeah. uh, with my boys and um i found it actually to be a pretty good tool to use um mm-hmm. when we're having discussions about their actions or their responses because we'll talk about let's let's go through the fruit of the spirit which one of the fruit of the spirit did that not look like well it mm-hmm. didn't i hit my brother and that doesn't look like love Okay, so we need to love yeah, our brother, right? Um, and so, and I'd love to tell you that that was my total plan and that that was my goal, but it wasn't. I just thought this is a good verse for my kids to memorize. It <laughs> and is. then we memorized it, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. are you choosing mm-hmm. joy right now? And my youngest will go, love, joy. No, mommy, I'm not. Right. And I'm like, and he has to like, and then if I'll say, you know, are you choosing gentleness? He has to go through all of the fruit of the spirit and get to gentleness. Right. And then go like oh. the ABCs. Right. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it is really like that. Uh, so how can we help our kids to understand peace starting in the season and then maybe see that roll over into mm-hmm. our life the rest of the year? Well, I think, again, it starts with you, right? Like if, if you're spun up and anxious and angry and they're watching you run from one thing to the next and you haven't put like some good boundaries around your time and around, you know, what you, you're choosing to do in this holiday season, they pick up on that. Kids are really intuitive. And so sometimes, unfortunately, right, like as a parent, it's like a good like litmus test of how am I doing as a parent, yeah. right? If my kids are all spun up and anxious and angry and crazy and all over the place, I might need to stop and take a look at my own self. Yeah. And go, okay, how, how, what am I doing right now? Like, am, am I modeling this for them or am I just yelling at them? Like, be, be more, you know, be more peaceful. Stop, you know, like, um, be peaceful. But, I want peace right. in this home. <laughs> right, right. But I can't teach something that I'm not doing myself. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's just one of those glaring things that comes back at you as parents over and over again. It's just like, I cannot teach out of something I don't, I don't have and I don't practice. So, um, it's good to kind of, again, get yourself refocus on those things and I love what you said about looking at those verses because I love the fruits of the spirit is such a cool thing because they contrast where are you sowing to right because that's Mm -hmm. that's like such a it's a cultivating term when you talk about like you sow what you reap right and so if you're cultivating the ground and you're, you're creating a place where you're inviting God into those moments and you're praying over your kids and you're you're asking for the strength and you're like I don't have any today I don't have any faith today I don't have anything today. I'm just tired and worn out and stressed out and inviting them into those moments and saying, you know, I need you today. I need you to Mm -hmm. come meet me in this place and give me the strength to do this and give me the words and give me the, you know, the peace that I need Mm -hmm. to model to my children. Um, Again, what are you cultivating? Because that's what's going to grow, right? You can water the plant. You can make sure it's getting sunshine, but you cannot make it grow fruit. Those fruit come from spending time with God from, from taking things out, right? If you've got things in the way, they're getting in the way of the love, joy, peace, right? Maybe we're, we're harboring bitterness. Maybe we are, you know, those things that are going to get in the way, taking things off, putting things on, right? I Mm -hmm. think that's, that's one of the big ways to accomplish that growth. Yeah. Cultivate and tend your own, your own trees, your own spiritual life. Yeah. Life in general. You you know, know? as I was thinking about peace, another thing that um, came to mind um, with whether 
you're single, married, have kids, is understanding where your family's boundaries are during uh, the holidays. And I think sometimes because we have, maybe not during like the COVID years, because they everything was canceled, right? Nobody was getting together, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it seems like this year, maybe everyone feels a little more comfortable having a Christmas mm-hmm. party or, and it depends on who you talk to, but um, having a little, having a Christmas party, whether it's small or big, mm-hmm. you know, um, some churches and schools are back to having their Christmas programs and that type of stuff. Yeah. It can be really easy to just pack our schedule full to the brim with Mm -hmm. fun Christmas stuff. And we talked about this with the Advent family activities. We said, please don't just do this to fill your time because this is not just an extra thing to add to an already busy schedule. That is not what Advent or Christmas is about. Um, And so I think it's really helpful to know where your family's boundaries are and to not push back to that, Mm -hmm. that it's okay to say no to that friend who's having a Christmas party because you've got two other Christmas parties that week and mm-hmm. you just can't give that time uh, this week. Or well, and I, yeah. I said about, you know, I'll give the nod to this because I think it's, it's true, right? That peace that follows you everywhere, right? Doesn't matter the environment, mm-hmm. but the environment does help, right? We, we're yeah. creatures that live in this world and we have relationships and we have, we have different things that can create more anxiety or more peace correct mm-hmm. right and exactly what you're saying you can't say yes to everything right mm-hmm. if, if you're finding yourself feeling completely stressed and tapped out maybe you're right maybe you do need to say yes to the best thing pick three or four big events or whatever you want to do and just say no to the rest and that's okay mm-hmm. right again like that's, that's the other thing is I feel like people put so much expectation on this season sometimes like well it's mm-hmm. Christmas and we have to do all these things and it's, cause it's so fun and we can't disappoint people and so I think part of like, again, do yourself a favor with that part of peace as well and just take a step back for a minute and say, okay, right. Is this going to make this fun and enjoyable and help us focus on the reason for the season and connect with people? Or is it just going to be way more stress? Cause if it's not yeah. stress, like, yeah, it's okay to let some of that go. It's a okay. Well, and, and I think we're going to talk about gifts when we talk about, uh, in a couple of weeks when we talk about love, but mm-hmm gifting is another way that I think it's hard sometimes to, or it's easy to allow something to get in the way of our peace because Mm -hmm. we feel like we are scrambling around trying to find the right gift. Um, or how am I ever going to afford? And so Mm -hmm. the, the, the gifts that I want to give people or they're expecting. Um, and I know for me, I'm a huge gifter. Like I love mm-hmm. to give gifts. I love to think about the gifts several months in advance. Like this is something I get from my grandma. I am listening to what you're saying and mm-hmm. I might even be making a note in my phone. I have notes for a couple people of like, Hey, at Christmas mm-hmm. time, this is what you're going to get them. And mm-hmm. it's because they've said this would be really nice to have. And I'm like, Ooh, I could get that for you. Right. Uh, but mm-hmm. I know, especially in the early parts of our marriage we didn't have the money to get these gifts Mm -hmm. that I wanted and so I had to get really creative and I had to learn to be okay with our budget and what we could give people and to Mm -hmm. not let that be like a point of anxiety or anxiousness like in my life but instead to have 
peace and to know it doesn't really matter. Right? Like right. these people that I'm gifting anyway are my friends and my family. It's not like they're going to go, yeah, this friendship that we've had for 10 years. Yeah, it's done. It, it's not going to happen. Right. right? So, right. And, and it's also not worth going into debt because you want to keep up with the Joneses. Right. Yeah. And and I love the there's peace in planning, right? There is because that's uh, the I don't other like that. that I don't get. like that. At oh, all. oh, but it's a thing. <laughs> I know it's a thing, but you I know, know you that don't. planning for me is like not. I know, but but yeah. even if it's if it's a simple plan of we're only going to spend this much this yeah, year, like you're talking about gifts, right? Like yeah. you just make those benchmarks for yourself, and then don't cross them, and that also brings a lot of peace because then you're not dealing with the regret. Or the True. guilt, right? Of yeah. like, ah, oh, I, I spent too much money or I didn't really have that time or I'm exhausted because I went to too many parties this weekend or, you know, like, so just literally just making a plan and sticking with it, right? I think yeah. you're going to find in a very practical sense that will also help bring peace to your your Christmas season. Your Christmas season and to your new year because then you're not getting like yes. a credit card bill in January. Exactly. And regretting Christmas and paying for Christmas in December, right? right. You're right. The planning yeah. brings peace. Please don't like give me a sign that says that for Christmas. <laughs> you wouldn't hang it up. It would like <laughs> it would go in the closet and you'd be like, I hate that sign. Why did you give me that sign? Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I should probably I know actually, you well enough. I should probably actually get a tattoo of that so that it reminds me that Courtney, you need to be planning more. There is peace in the planning. Oh, okay, well. Uh <laughs> Um, oh, you know a guy. Uh, I do know a guy. Uh, for those who don't know, my brother's a, a tattoo artist. So yeah. <laughs> if I was to ever get a tattoo, I know where I'd get it. Um, so I think that it's so important for us to remember that peace is something that's meant to be a huge part of this Advent season. And it's something that we've talked about it over and over again today. Culture wants to take away from us if we will allow it. But I love what you said about choosing peace and how that mm -hmm. is a choice in our life. So thank you for that. Uh, mm -hmm. A couple weeks ago, I asked you the question that we always ask, which is mm -hmm. uh, we're not meant to live life alone. And so who helped you on your journey? And you told us that answer. So I'm going to actually mm -hmm. change the question today. So Leanne is one who loves discipleship as much as I do. And so mm -hmm. she does discipleship a lot in her life. So I want to ask you, what is your favorite way that you get to disciple others? So I love having people in my home. I feel like a lot of discipleship is accomplished just in the day to day. It's like, as I'm following Christ, right, you follow me. Let me show you how Jesus works into our day to day life. And so I love having people over just to do really easy things like dinner, right? Come over and eat. I'm playing with my kids. Um, come, you know, help me fold laundry, come help me do, you know, just again, day-to-day -day things that I'm doing, right? I'm learning how to follow Jesus as I'm being a stay-at-home mom and this is my journey. And I find that when we're just kind of doing things like that, it kind of opens up conversations like spiritual elements because, you know, again, we're, we're holistic beings, right? There's all these things are connected. And so yeah. there's all the, the activity is worship, right? Everything that I'm doing and learning it's going to come out. And so I think that's mm -hmm. my favorite way to do discipleship. Again, I also love to teach. I've mentioned that. And so yeah. sitting down doing like small group Bible study is, is also wonderful. I feel like through lots of discussion and through opening the word of God together and praying for each other, that, that 
in a small group setting is so helpful because I think that is really how the body of Christ is designed. Honestly, I think that's, that's a place where we all um, come together and we're sharing our different pieces of the journey and we can encourage each other so much or provide a place for confession or provide a place for healing. And so again, just hospitality is also one of my spiritual gifts. And so that's, again, the way that I do that. I open up my home and I invite people in to come do life with us. Okay, you mentioned inviting people to come and fold your laundry. That means you're like inviting them into your mess. They are, it is my mess. I mean, <laughs> I will tell you, we've had um, some college girls come live with us for a time, like between like over the summer or between okay. semesters or things like that. And so literally when you're in my house and you have nothing else to do, it's like, hey, come do this thing with me, right? It is. So there's no hiding from that. When you have people live with you like that, they do see you. You see, they see all of it. They see the when the kids get sick and they see when things aren't going so well or when you have a fight with your spouse or it's all there. Yeah. But then I've, you know, then they see all of it. They see the reconciliation. They see how we clean up the mess. They see, you know, that the moments of grace where you help the kids work out their problems. And so it's, yeah. it is messy, but again, that's the beauty of the grace of Christ is mm. it's in our mess. And right. that's, that's where it's real and authentic. It's not when you're trying to cover it up, but when you're being real about it. And so what do you mean? We never cover up, cover up the the dirty or the yeah, messy yeah. spots in our life. Yeah. <laughs> well, if people have heard you um, on this episode and on episode eighty two, um, and they have a question for you, how can they contact you? Um, you can email me. Um, I am not big into social media right now. I'll be real honest. <laughs> yep. It feels like a time suck. And so I, I've got other things I need to be doing. So, Priorities. There it me. is. They just, you know, that's one of the ones I had to let go. So I know it's not everybody's different, but that was one I had to let go. So you're welcome to email me, Courtney. I'll have my email address on there. Um, yeah. I'd love any any questions you have about discipleship, about this episode, about any of that. I'd love to hear from you, pray for you, whatever you need. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I will have Leanne's email address on the show notes on the website, journeyroot.com. And thank you, Leanne, for joining me again and yeah, um, <laughs> for putting on more of your like teacher hat uh, today and yeah. teaching us about <laughs> peace and how we can find it in the Advent season. I'm really glad to have you here today. Thank you. Glad to be here. Our true peace is found in Christ. I pray that you are able to trust in God and cultivate peace in your home during this Advent season, and that that might encourage you to continue to find that peace within your home as we enter the new year. To contact Leanne and find show notes for this episode, head over to journeyruth.com. There you'll find show notes for all the episodes, an opportunity to sign up for the inside look before it comes out this Friday, links to help support the podcast and information on how I can come and serve your church or your group. This week, please come say hi over on Facebook and Instagram, and it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and then click subscribe over on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next Tuesday right here on the Journey of Ruth podcast.